My wife cheated, then hired a private investigator to track me down after I ghosted her. Subscribe on YouTube with notifications and follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram. Is my ghosted ex-wife possibly tracking me down? I posted a few months back, but it got removed about ghosting my ex-wife when I found out she was cheating on me with a co-worker, which I witnessed firsthand by following her. After confronting her several times and getting nowhere, I mentally threw in the towel. My course of action was was to leave her and ghost the living hell out of her. To be clear, we still had separate accounts and no shared assets, so I was able to do this cleanly and our lease had expired anyway. While she was out of town for work, I packed up my stuff and completely moved out of the apartment we shared. I moved out of the city and onto a parcel of land in a trailer that I bought from a friend. Once she came back from her trip, all that was left was a note and my wedding band. Since that time, my living situation has been great and I live pretty simply. Since I am a remote worker in a technical field, I can work from anywhere and jump on a plane when I'm needed elsewhere, as long as I have good internet service, which fortunately I do. My intention was to sort myself out and had just contacted a lawyer, but she beat me to it and we had an uncontested divorce. Here's the problem. I bumped into a mutual friend a while back and she mentioned that my ex-wife was outed at work about the affair and things did not go so well for her or for the guy she was cheating on me with. I stopped her from telling me anything more because that woman has done enough to me and I really didn't need to hear it. She also said that my ex is still wanting to contact me and wants to come back together, beg for my forgiveness, etc. I didn't really believe her, but she was adamant about it. I told her not to say anything about seeing me and she agreed. I have no desire to do anything about talking to her again, let alone see her. But three days ago, I saw my ex in a coffee shop sitting by herself in a little town near where I live. It's kind of a recreational tourist area, but this is several hours from where she lives and this cannot be a coincidence, can it? I almost stopped there for a coffee myself, but she was looking on her phone, so I don't think she saw me. But I think because I have since grown a heavy beard and I'm wearing my hair shoulder length, she probably wouldn't recognize me. My reaction like before was to bolt, like I had just seen Satan himself. And I got out of there pretty quickly and stealthily as I could. Anyway, I thought I was pretty untraceable and now I'm not so sure. Is my behavior normal? I'm also thinking about talking to a counselor or someone about this flight mode I have been getting into when it comes to dealing with my ex. Up until this happened, I was really content and living a great solo life. A friend of mine was wondering if she had gotten a private investigator to track me down. Should I just leave it alone and hope for the best? So this is the first update. I just wanted to update on the situation I found myself in with my ex-wife and have rewritten this about five times to make it legible. As mentioned in my previous post, I was concerned that my ex-wife was trying to track me down in an attempt to reconcile or something. I had moved some two hours away from where we used to live and I saw her last weekend in a coffee shop that I go to frequently in the town that is near where I live. I was suspicious that it was not a coincidence that she was there. Luckily, I was able to leave before she saw me. So I came back into town this past weekend to grab a few groceries and I went to grab a coffee in the place I usually go to as well before working on some documents I needed to fill out for work using their free internet. After finishing up, I left the coffee shop While I'm walking towards my truck, I hear someone yell, Paul! I look across the street and oh my God, there's Kathy, my ex, waving at me. Armageddon had finally happened. 
I stood there in shock. She runs across the street and approaches me and reaches out to me expecting a hug and I instinctively hold my arms out with my palms out and she stops. She looks at me really hurt. She then says, Paul, I have been looking for you. I heard you moved out here and I wanted to see you. Can we talk? I feel like a trapped animal, guys. I really did. So I relented and said, okay. Let's find a table or something and we can just talk for a minute. She asks if we can go to my place and I just flat out said no. She follows me down to a bench outside a little shop at the end of the block. She starts by saying how much I've changed and how much she loves my new look, my beard, blah, 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 blah. She liked how my physique had changed, how I look so fit. She puts on a good act and guys, she looked hot. She had on these little white shorts and a tank top and her hair in a ponytail like I used to like. My radar was on high alert. I could tell she was really turning on the physical attraction appeal. I had to really rein myself in here and see where this was going. She starts out by apologizing about the whole affair thing. She says karma has really hit her hard after I left. Her company learned of her affair and basically made things so unpleasant that she quit. Her affair partner, who had a fiance at the time, got a reprimand and was moved to another position within the company. He blamed her for his having to move and she retaliated by telling his fiance everything which resulted in them breaking up. She lowered her head a little and started crying. I just sat there looking around not having anything to say. She straightened up and stared at me for a bit. I asked her what does she want from me? She wanted to tell me that she never intended to start an affair, that she felt like she was drawn in by all the politics and positioning in the company and thought the affair partner really manipulated her with his charisma and power within the company and that she stupidly thought she was using him as much as he was using her. She was going to come clean with me, especially after I accused her of having an affair. She hated herself during that time. And the after work drinking was her attempt to medicate from the guilt that happened right after I left her. She felt so foolish, so alone, like her heart had just imploded with loss. She immediately broke things off with her affair partner. She felt that since I wouldn't contact her or talk to her, that she had to find me and see if she could make things right for us and if we could start over again. She knows that we are divorced, but maybe we could have a clean slate. I just stared at her. I let her have it. I'm paraphrasing the conversation, but here it is. How dare you think you can just come out here and think you can just wipe away all the crap you caused? I'm to forgive everything you did to ruin our marriage? I told you before, if you cheated on me, we were through. There is no forgiveness. There is no reboot of this relationship. You killed it. You destroyed what we had the minute you stepped out on me. How stupid do you think I am? I followed you one night and saw you go into a hotel together. Do you know that? I then realized that I had been raising my voice and people were starting to notice. She started to sob. She grabbed my arm. I let her cry my shoulder a little before nudging her away. She looked up at me. I deserve all of this, Paul. I know I do. Can you at least let me take you to dinner or something? I don't want to leave. I want to talk more. I want to make sure we have everything out in the open. I need time with you that you didn't give me before. 
Please, Paul, I know you may not want to hear this, but I love you so much. And I didn't know how much I loved you until you left me, and it broke me. And I broke you just as bad. I can't forgive myself. I don't want to forgive myself until the day I die. She started hyperventilating and sobbing so bad that I pulled her up and hugged her. I know, I know. I felt like that was the only thing I could do to maybe calm her down. At that moment, I realized I did actually break her heart like she broke mine. I started walking with her and then found a nice quiet path to walk on and things settled down a bit. I then asked her how she found me and did she hire a private investigator? She laughed a little and said no. She thought about it. She ran into Stacy a couple of weeks ago and she asked her how things were going. Stacy let it slip that she saw me. Kathy made her spill every single detail. Stacy didn't want to tell her because I told her not to, but she would not let her go until she she did. But all she really knew was that she saw me here in town and that I lived somewhere in the vicinity. So she started coming here on her days off to see if she could find me. She really blushed when she said that. I kind of chuckled that damn Stacy can't keep her trap shut. So we did go to dinner. We found a nice little place with a patio. I made sure we didn't drink anything. I didn't want an excuse for her to soften me up or claim she was too sloshed to drive back home. We actually had a good talk and afterwards I walked her back to her car. She wanted to stay and pressed me hard on it and wouldn't relent. She hadn't been with anybody since I left and swore up and down that I was the only one she wanted. I told her no. It's still way too soon for me to go down that road. She begged to see me again, but I was non-committal. I gave her my new email address, but that was it. She wanted my phone number, but I told her no. You'll just blow it up with texts and calls. She cried about that one. She said she would be back in town next weekend if I was interested. I didn't say anything to that. She said she will email me and tell me all the details of when slash where. Before she left, I asked her point blank if she would forgive me if I had done the cheating. She sat there thinking and she said yes. She would in time but only if we saw a marriage counselor or if we could work through the healing process with lots of talking and maybe even a binding agreement. I said okay, maybe I could do that 5 to 10 years from now. She said if that's what it would take, she would wait. So then she took my hand in hers, looked me in the eye, and said something that really surprised me. She said, Damn, Paul, I will always love you and will do anything to prove it. At that, she left. I am still so shook by that. She said it with such conviction, I still can't see myself back with her. Right now, I can't even see her as a friend with benefits. Maybe a friend, but damn, I just don't know if we could ever work out again. Don't call me a chump because second chances are rare in my book. I went home and had a nice long run and a few beers and felt I was in a good place now. Can someone guarantee me that she wouldn't ruin that? I don't know. I just don't know. It's too fresh on my mind, but... I have the luxury of time to sort this all out and get some perspective. You would think that's where the story ends, but there is actually one final update. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, so this will probably be my last update. To recap, my ex-wife did find me and we did talk. After over a year of her being ghosted by me, her intention in finding me was indeed to reconcile and restart our life together. To those that wrote me predicting that I would be the typical beta blue pill fool and forgive her and fall back in with her, you will be sorely disappointed. She did write me a long email this past week professing her love and regret for the affair once again. She wanted to come back out and spend the weekend with me. My response to all of this was to shut her down. I have been perfectly content to live the solo life for now, living in my remote location and keep my situation as uncomplicated as possible. I have enjoyed the company of several women and friends and at 32 years old, I feel there is no hurry in changing things up. I have my own self-determination roadmap and I intend to follow it. So in answering her email, I refused to give her my new phone number. I laid it all out. I told her no. I do not have any intention in reconciling with her. She made her bed and I no longer trust her, nor do I know her any longer. I wished her the best and will consider her a possible friend, maybe someday in a future yet to be determined. My vagueness really frustrated her. So she replied with something very telling. She was, of course, thoroughly disappointed in my response, but she also informed me that she had accepted a job offer several states away and her real intention all along was for me to come with with her. She knows my job is remote and I can live anywhere that I choose and she thought I would consider coming with her and in exchange we would have a brand new start in a brand new location. She had little time left before she would be leaving and wanted to see me in person and put the hard sell on me. Fortunately for me I have to leave for business for about a week so our time is up thank God. So she will be gone for my life now. I imagine I will get a few more emails for a bit longer but in time I believe she will realize her time with me has expired and she will have to find someone else and she may cheat on them too. I just thought I would share the updates. So guys, live your best life, get rid of that old baggage and empower yourself to move forward. Good luck to you all. I wasn't sure where this is headed the entire time. I kept thinking that no way he's going to go and do it. Then I thought maybe he will get back with her and then I went back and forth the entire time. Even though he did seem pretty clear in what his philosophy was on the whole thing, the fact that he did give in and had this dinner with her and talked about how it was such a nice time and then gave her a way to contact him all made me think that maybe he would go back to her. He seems to believe the whole private investigator thing not being the case because of what she said but seems like some people still believe that there was a private investigator involved given the circumstance. I just don't know how you come back from that and if you can come back from that. Let me know down below if this is something you think you could ever forgive and forget or is this a permanent deal breaker end of the relationship forever. In this malicious compliance story, a sarcastic patient said, oh, you might as well hang up on me. Everyone else is. So I did. An extremely rude and abusive patient calls our appointments office as the clinic cancels and moved his appointment. My co-workers explained that he called the wrong office and offered to transfer him. He became threatening and was hung up on. This repeated many times. He finally came through to me and started cursing me out, then said, oh, you might as well hang up on me. Everyone else is. So before, <laughs> so I did before he finished speaking. I was going to anyway for the foul language he used. He stopped calling after that. I think a lot of the time people forget that when they're calling a business, the person on the other end of the phone 
Stallone is a real person. They have to deal with this kind of stuff all day long. So being antagonistic like this isn't really helpful. Maybe just say, hey, this is what happened instead of saying, I bet you're going to do this because they did. And obviously, if he's using foul language on her to the point where she's making the OP feel uncomfortable, then that's not going to help you very much anyway. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel with notifications turned on. Follow Am I the Jerk on Instagram and check out the podcast link down below. If you guys have your own stories that you would like us to cover one day in the future, there's another link down below in the description where you can actually submit your own full-fledged stories if you want to have them shared here. But either way, thanks a lot for watching, guys, and I'll see you next time.